humor and laughter. So there's so much research that shows that humor is connected to resilience and CEOs and executives need to be resilient. So several times a week, my husband and I will watch stand-up comedians or Saturday Night Live and laugh out loud. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Tia Graham of Arrive at Happy. Tia, super excited to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes, excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Tia so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Tia is an international speaker, author, and consultant on positive psychology and employee engagement. She has worked with dozens of global companies such as Hilton Hotels and Hewlett Packard to drive bottom line results. And prior to founding her company, Arrive at Happy, she led teams at luxury hotels in the United States and Europe for brands such as W Hotels, Weston, and The London. Her insights have been featured in major media out outlets such as CNN, Forbes, Fast Company, to name a few. And of course, the IMCO podcast coming up soon. And her new book, Be a Happy Leader, teaches proprietary eight-step methodology on driving productivity and business growth through a culture of happiness. Tia, excited for the work that you do. I'm happy for the work that you do. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Awesome. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on a little bit, but I wanted to hear a little bit more on what I like to call your CEO story. We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing. Started off in the hotel industry, um, as you mentioned, and I had the great fortune to work in places such as the Hawaiian Islands and New York City. I was in Istanbul and then also in Los Angeles and living a happy life, making choices to, to be happy has always been really important to me and has just sort of been a part of, of who I am. And, um, and also being a positive leader, I, uh, you know, was fortunate to work with really inspirational, fantastic leaders. And then I also, I'm sure it was like a lot of your listeners worked for and with the opposite, really toxic, negative leaders. And I remember thinking, how is this person in this high position yet? They treat people so poorly and communicate so negatively. So that was a huge inspiration for the, for the book and the work. And then um, when I went back to work after having my second daughter and I was really struggling, juggling, you know, corporate career, kids, marriage, health and wellness, you name it, is when I started researching happiness and discovered the science of happiness, you know, positive psychology. And, and I actually started building my company, Arrive at Happy on the side. And so um, I'm just obsessed with all of the research on the science of happiness, as well as happiness at work and, and neuroscience. And so I, I work with all different types of leadership groups and companies, um, you know, to help the leaders as well as the teams. So that's, that's a little about me. Nice. I appreciate you sharing that with us. And I literally wrote down um, something that really stuck out with me to me with, about what you said is that making the choice to be happy. And I think it's sometimes something we see as like ancillary and something that maybe we arrive at, maybe it comes along. But I, I love that phrase because it, it sounds like, and, and I imagine in the work that you do, the book that you've written, all the work um, that you've been able to kind of accomplish, it, that is something that you can make steps towards, it sounds like. Yes, absolutely. So 
your happiness and your well-being is partly genetic. You know, the research shows it's 40 to you know 55% genetic. So your genetic history does play a part to your happiness and your life circumstances, right? I say if you're a farmer in rural China or you're a single lawyer in the middle of Manhattan, very different life circumstances. Of course, they play a part. But the research shows that a substantial part of our happiness and well-being is based on number one, the the choice to be happy, that you make that choice that you it's going to be a priority. And then to make conscious, intentional choices every single day that increase your happiness. So the great thing about this is that there is a lot within your control and the, the research is exploding with, you know, how many, um, how many actions and, and how you can influence how you feel and then, you know, create your own reality. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I appreciate you so much in breaking down, you know, those statistics and that number of the percentages, I guess I should say a little bit more because I always remember I had a, a, a um, an internship. And one of the things that my boss always used to tell me is that, you know, control what you can control. And I think as you talked about the genetics and all those things, when you try to change those things, you're, it's not, I don't want to say you're fighting and losing battle, but it's probably not as easy a challenge to try to move from China to New York or vice versa. But you can, you know, make those changes, I think, and control what you can control a lot more in that third piece that you you spoke about. Yes, yes, absolutely. And know that there is a lot of, you know, I, I'm, I've taken courses, I've like educated myself, I continue to educate, but there's so many, for all the listeners, fantastic free resources. And one right off the bat is the happiness class at Yale University is available for free online. And then, you know, books, TED Talks, you name it, there's so much. So if you are if you are feeling like this is a this is something that yeah I think I want to put some attention towards um, there's so many great resources available that are all science based you know proven on how to increase your well being and also so much research shows that when you increase your happiness you're going to be more professionally successful you're going to make more money your business is going to grow if you're in a job you're going to get promoted faster you're going to get more accolades. So in addition to it, just, you know, you feel better, right? There's also a professional benefit. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you sharing, you know, all those, you know, resources and, and how powerful that intentionality, you know, can be. But I know one of the other resources you have is the book that you wrote. So I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you work with clients. I know you touched on a little bit more about that and also what we can find in your book and all that, you know, um, happiness that you have flowing from there. Yes, yes. So thanks for asking both of those. So um, organizations partner with me. I help their, I help the business grow. And how I do it is through keynote talks, leadership development programs and training, um, and then consulting as well. And the two main outcomes that leaders and organizations get is one is leaders and teams learn how to become happier and more successful. That's a big outcome. And then the second is how to create thriving, happy, engaged teams so that the people working in the company are more productive, sell more, customers are happier. So that's really the why. Um, in terms of the book, got it right here, Be a Happy Leader. And I wrote this book reflecting on my 14 years of leadership and then all of the research I've done over the last five years with 
happiness at work, personal happiness, neuroscience, you name it. And I became a leader really, really young at 26 years old. And, you know, I, I didn't know anything, of course, like most, you know, young people starting off leading a team in a hotel. And by the time, you know, after 14 years, I had so many strategies and tools in my toolbox. And so I put together eight steps, my, you know, this eight step methodology that I wish someone, you know, could have handed me that going back to that 26 year old Tia of, wow, if I knew all of this, um, you know, that I, that I now know it, I wrote the book when I was, let's see, 40. So it's a, it's a culmination of the research and then personal experience. And there's a lot of um, stories in the book as well. People really get to know me. Um, I'm very vulnerable about, you know, falling down and getting up many times. And um, I want I want leaders to to feel like they have a lot of a lot of control and influence, not only over their happiness, but also on the team's happiness. And then I included business strategies that helped me be successful, you know, so there are, you know, because you're not going to be happy if you're not achieving the goals, if you're not achieving the results. So uh, that's, that's, that's everything that's in the book. Nice. I, I love that. And and I was going to ask you for a little bit more about what I call your secret sauce. It could be for yourself, the business or a combination of both, but, um, like something that makes you unique and, and you feel like sets you apart, but I almost wondering, is it that, cause you mentioned that neuroscience piece. It's not just saying these are the things that you do to, to make you happy. It seems sound, sounds like you've done the research, the homework, had the experience as well too, that you can kind of couple those things together. But, you know, I don't know if that kind of is part of your secret sauce. Yeah. So I think my secret sauce, it's a combination. So authentically, um, and, and I know I'm, I'm genetically predisposed to be a pretty happy person. Like I have a lot of those happy genes. So there is a, a, a zest and a vitality and a, uh, you know, there's an inspiration that I, that I give to people and, and leave them with hope just for, you know, just who I am as a human being and the, and the energy. And I truly believe in this and the work coupled with, I'm constantly doing research. So I studied with a neuroscientist. I studied with Har the Harvard professor that taught happiness at Harvard university. You know, I, um, and, and I'm constantly educating myself. Um, I went over to Denmark and got certified as a chief happiness officer for happiness at work because the Scandinavians are significantly happier while they're working than people in North America. So yeah, there's, a, there's a credibility piece too, you know, that, that whatever I teach, I want it to be substantiated by uh, really smart people, you know? Right. That, that makes so much sense. I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call CEO hack. You might've already touched on this, but it could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but something that makes you more effective and efficient. Oh, such a great question. So um, one CEO hack, and this actually isn't anything to do with business, but it really helps your mindset and psyche is humor and laughter. So there's so much research that shows that humor is connected to resilience and CEOs and executives need to be resilient. So several times a week, my husband and I will watch stand-up comedians or Saturday night live and laugh out loud. I was watching David Spade last night. I was laughing so hard and it just helps balance all the, the challenges and, you know, ups and downs. So, so humor for sure is one. And then the second I would say is 
meditation, taking time to sit still, be present, whether it's just you or guided meditation, again, to help you feel calm, more present. And when you're quiet, that's when answers come to you, you know, and, and whether it's business or personal. So those are two, I would say. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So it's a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It could be something from your book or something you might tell your favorite client, or if you have to do a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. So a CEO nugget would be to consistently remember and then communicate to your teams about the meaning and purpose of your work and showing the team how they're making, you know, there's they're small wins in the meaningful work. And I ask, you know, whenever I'm working with an organization, I will say, how are you making society better? How are you contributing to society? Because it's not about money. It's not about, you know, necessarily what you're doing for your clients or customers. It's how are you benefiting society? That's the meaning and purpose. And companies that tap into this and leaders that consistently communicate about this and talk about the progress in meaningful work are the ones that will have the most motivated people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I imagine that, uh, you know, during this great resignation as well, too, we'll have people at all, because I imagine that a lot of people are going through this, um, I guess, I don't know if it's self-discovery process or trying to understand what their personal purpose is and how an organization can help fulfill that. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So to you, what does being a CEO mean to you? Well, being a CEO to me is such an incredible honor and of course responsibility and it's about being a guide for people and also in society to improve society and, and improve people's lives and, and hopefully the earth as well and to to solve problems to solve problems of of the world well, awesome. Well, Tia, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, get a copy of your book, find out about all the awesome work that you're doing. Oh, thank you. Well, my website is quite easy to remember. It's arriveathappy.com. You'll find everything there as well as the book, Be a Happy Leader. It's available anywhere you like to buy books and audio paperback or ebook. And um, the, I would say my last words is just to remember that to all, to start with you, that you cannot expect that your team will be extremely happy and motivated and productive if you're not. So even though you are really busy and your to-do list is a mile long, to remember to take care of yourself in all areas of your life um, and, and you'll benefit professionally and the organization will as well. So don't push it off. Keep taking care of yourself now. Yeah, I, I love how that comes full circle and with all the awesome work that, you know, you've been able to do in your story as well, too, and you understanding that as a leader and deciding to, to take those steps in, in order to do that. So, of course, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can get a copy of your book, get in contact with you and find out about all the awesome things. But I really just want to hammer home that, um, you know, we sometimes forget you can't pour from an empty cup. And it's so important to kind of fill ourselves up, not just for ourselves, but the impact that we give and the service that we can provide to so many others 
Um, and we we sometimes forget that in order to change the world, we have to start with changing ourselves. So thank you so much for doing that and all the awesome work that you're doing. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.